Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Time Sports Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by in northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. Good afternoon, Mr. Rick Schaefer. Good afternoon, Randy Rainwater. Boy, gosh, what a day here today. Too bad the Razorback baseball season isn't opening today. About 62, sunny, no wind. It's gorgeous. But they do open Friday. Yeah, what is Friday's forecast? Oh, gosh, you know... Okay, I had to ask. I wasn't prepared, but yeah. I'm going to tell you here in about uh, I mean, you set it up three for that. seconds. Well, I did set it up for that, so I should probably tell you, shouldn't I? Okay, so Friday, 59 degrees and cloudy. Saturday, 44 degrees and sunny. Woo! Sunday, 57 and sunny. Monday, 60 and sunny. So three out of four days are going to be pretty nice for baseball because they're all day games. Yeah. yeah, and no. in fact, well, the rest of the week is gorgeous, except for Saturday. It's sunny, but the high is 44, by far the lowest of the week. And that will be cold. Yeah, by next Wednesday, it's going to be 70 degrees. Mm. How about that? I mean, if there's no wind, then 44 is not bad. Right. But that's if right. there's wind, that's that can be tough. That can be tough. I've shared this before. My first year in sports information at Arkansas was the 1977 baseball season. And on opening day, it was 70 degrees. This is in February. And I thought, this is great. We're going to have great weather all the time. The next year, uh, opening day and six other games were snowed out. (laughs) So you just never know, do you? I I don't know what number, so to speak, that uh, Coach Coach Van Horn puts on. Okay, if it's below this temperature, we're not going to play. We're just oh, can't they're going to play. I'd, I'd say it. You think to so? Tw- I'd say it had to be in the twenties. Okay, yeah, okay, probably. Yeah. And, and got, obviously, you got those arms I, to think about. You do have the arms to think about. I don't know how much consideration for fans there is, but you know, it's sitting out there when it's twenty something degrees. It's miserable. There are major league baseball games that are played in in the twenties, low thirties. You know, as long as there's no snow or anything, which is really, it's, that's rough. I think I sat in more seats, Ted Thompson and I. This was for last season's Tennessee game. In fact, that's how I got reintroduced. Well, they do keep they keep moving you around. The no, I kept moving from one around. Section to the uh, no, I, I I kept okay. moving around. When like Bob Euchre and like no, this is no, no, no. Okay. Uh, but uh, we were Ted and I were along the first baseline with some friends who had that uh, wasn't front row seats, but they were that section right above the the um, uh, seats along the foul line. Yeah. And it was in the shade. And the, there was a breeze. I about froze to death. <laughs> Ted about froze to death, finally. Yeah. We moved to the third base side, which was in the sunlight. Yeah. Sunshine. And it wasn't too bad. But, um, and that was probably a 50-plus degree day that, that particular day. Hmm. But uh, the wind and the shade, it can be cold. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It can be cold. No doubt. So, um, if you're going to the games this weekend, I would advise you always prepare to take at least a, a small blanket, maybe a jacket to go along with it, certainly. But, um, 
Uh, and happier if you're on the third baseline. And happier if you're on the third baseline. Exactly. The sun goes down in the west, and so it's going to be on that side yes. longer. Yes. yes. So enjoy your uh, opportunity to watch. In fact, we will hear from Kevin Bohannon at the bottom of the hour, and he will do a James Madison preview of the upcoming series, four-game series, which is a little unusual, but uh, nevertheless, it's still... Um, yeah. I wonder if they're going to bring Dolly with them. Yeah, you I think? hope so. If they do, you can sing Hello, Dolly. Yeah, bring some of those cakes and uh, other things that they might have. Uh, I I really thought you'd start uh, today's program off griping about ESPN and the money they have committed to the... No, um, I'm not going to gripe. It's, it's astonishing. Is it not astonishing? Yeah, it's astonishing. There again, you're looking at a network that is in the larger Disney family that is looking to go just stream and not even be on cable or satellite distribution by 2025 if they're able to do that. They'll have to pay for it. They are, they've laid off some people, certainly not all of them, and now they're going to spend more than a billion a year for the playoff. Now, it did say in the contract they can sublet some of the games out, just like CBS does to TBS, TNT, and True. Mm-hmm. You know, th- those networks pay for games in the NCAA tournament. They pay CBS for that. And so they can do that. There's 11 games instead of four. So, But that would be only in the first round. Right. Because the second round... Oh, they're going to take them from the... Group of six, or however you call it, that uh, uh, the bowl games they take over then, and that's owned by ESPN. So you, they're not going to let that go. No, but, uh, no. But how about this? The, the, now the story only said quarterfinals. We know now the season's going to be a lot longer because the quarterfinals—that's the final—that's eight teams are going to be played on January first. That means the semifinals are going to be January 8th or 9th or somewhere in there. Uh, or maybe, I don't know if January 1st, it's not on a Saturday. So January 8th, whatever, or whenever they'll play it. And that means the championship game is going to be played mid-January. It's I, I don't know what the latest one they've ever had is, whether it's January 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th for the championship game. Well, it's going to be later than that because you've added a round of playoffs. Interesting on that, because you're also just about to enter into the NFL playoffs about that yeah. particular oh, time. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, they'll be into the playoff season, and they'll, they'll, I'm sure, not go opposite. And then think of this. Also, you're going to have uh, four games on college campuses in December, mid-December. So the two most powerful conferences are the SEC and the Big Ten. That means you could be playing at Michigan Say if they're a fifth seed, they're, they're not in the top, or at Ohio State, Penn State, you could be playing there in mid to, mid-December, and you might be seeing those 20-degree temperatures we were just talking about, except for football, not baseball. Just hope that it's not Wisconsin. Because no, well, just just think how cold <laughs> it is. Okay, so, you know, it's still really funny. I've hardly ever watched the NFL Network, but I've had it on recently. So I've got it on right now, and they're replaying uh, Kansas City and Buffalo. And... Uh, and it's an interesting game. You can already, I, I know who won, but I already forget all the details of it. Sure. And so, uh, but it's cold. And so you're talking about early January. They're playing in Buffalo, and it's in the 20s. The week before, Kansas City played at home, and it was in the 20s. Well, it was colder than that, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. The, the wind chill was below zero. Yeah. So playing college games in temperatures like that, we really haven't seen much of it, but we're about to. By the way, speaking of the Super Bowl, that was the overtime game average 123.4 million viewers. It makes it the most watched telecast ever. Now, that included CBS, Paramount Plus, Nickelodeon, Univision, CBS Sports, and NFL digital properties. However, as Marcus loves to say, oh, by the way, Mark's going to be back with us. Uh, He is changing. Uh, jobs and after the 19th of this month should be able to start joining us again Um, although the average viewership was 123.4 million the total audience was much higher 
with 202.4 million people tuning in for at least part of the game, which makes Super Bowl 58 the highest unduplicated total audience in history. 202.4 million. So the the last year it was 115 million average. This year it's 100 and whatever you said, 22, 123.4. Okay, so the difference is 8 million on the average. And do you think the difference was Taylor Swift? Because Kansas City I think was it had, I had I think it definitely had a little bit to do with it. I'm not sure 8 yeah. million, but uh, that's a that's a that's a pretty good jump. Yeah. Now I'm I'm not higher on her anymore. Uh oh. Yeah. So they they caught her conversation with Travis Kelsey on uh, they had a mic when they were talking after the game, kissing and celebrating. That's not fair. And uh, so most of the comments were, "Hey, thanks for coming." Oh yeah, I was here. Can you believe this? And all this stuff. He's and so the final comment taped was, Travis asked her, "Was it electric?" You know what she said? It was unbelievable. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Believe it. I think I heard that game. I, I think I heard that phrase. I'm not sure how many times during the broadcast. Oh, I know. That's got to be one of those. Next year, Neil, if you're listening, there's got to be an over-under on how many times that term, unbelievable, is used. It was used in several... It was used several times in commercials. Even even to the point that when they would flash up words on the screen, unbelievable was part of it. You know, that, and that's really stupid in advertising. Because you're advertising a product and then saying it's unbelievable, but no one, no why one, would anybody believe but it? But no one takes the stance that you take. I guess not. You're the only one. And you have made me pay attention to it that is word. Most, it's the most overused word in sports. You have made me pay attention to that word, and I hate that. Yeah. Okay. I think I think if you look, you know, you've heard the old, if you look up something in the dictionary, if you looked up unbelievable in the dictionary, Tony Romo's picture would be there. Yeah, that's yeah. probably true. He uses it a lot. He uses it a lot. Yeah. And we are so thrilled that we are hearing now from Savage. Savage, okay. good afternoon. Hi, Savage. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's up, buddy? Yo, Rick. I'm doing good. Rick, it, Randy, you just said it. I never even paid attention to that word until I started listening to Rick. <laughs> and now it comes up on everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not unbelievable. See, it's I'm, annoying. I'm with you. I'm me. sorry. Savage, now. <laughs> I'm listening to every word they say because I'm waiting to hit the buzzer. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right. And yeah. I like I like watching uh, Nance and uh, Romo, but now I'm starting to he says unbelievable so much it, it just it triggers with me. Now I'm starting to get annoyed by Romo. That play was unbelievable. I am so sorry. I, I, no, you've done it to us. You've done I it hate, to us, Rick. But I didn't mean to to lessen your enjoyment of the game. I'm sorry. So you'll apologize to Savage, but you won't apologize to me. All right, but, you know, off of that, uh, Rick, talk about baseball. DBH has talked about the pitching. You know, we've got plenty of pitching coming in. Yeah. You know, talk about the catcher. The, I guess the two catchers or, you know, what's this position? There are four like catchers. Here? There are four, and, uh, and they're all good. Okay, so the, probably the best one is Hudson White. He transferred in from Texas Tech. Great hitter, good catcher. Uh, then you've got Parker Rowland and Hudson Polk, who are both back from last year. Both excellent defensive catchers. Rowland didn't hit much last year. Polk hit really well in the in the uh, fall. And then you've got right. the guy that's the most highly regarded by professional baseball, Ryder Helfrich. And uh, he's, a, he's a true freshman. And I don't know what Arkansas had to do NIL to get him because he's a guy that was a top 100 type guy. And here he is. So with those three other guys, and obviously Helfrich is here for three years now, so you can, as long as you can keep him happy, you can help him understand, look, we got these other guys, you're going to probably not play as much this year, but we're expecting you to start next year. But Arkansas has never had four catchers like this, ever. Well, it's kind of unbelievable. Guys, y'all have a good day. <laughs> uh. Okay. All I right. Did that on purpose. The, yeah. No. That was that was a good sign off right there. Yeah. Right. Um, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. 
this from the 210, which turns out to be San Antonio, Texas. Really? Great setup, Rick. I didn't know where you were going with that, but you set that up wonder- wonderfully. <laughs> I can't even remember what we set up. <laughs> We're talking about the it had to be playoff, had to be yeah. the unbelievable aspect. Oh, maybe so. Okay, yeah. this from uh, Brian in Hot Springs. He says it's unbelievably crazy that Romo overuses unbelievable to describe <laughs> sports. It's almost as unbelievable that CBS doesn't tell him to limit the unbelievables. I share Rick's stance on unbelievable. I know that sounds unbelievable that anyone agrees with Rick on the use of unbelievable, but believe it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to start all this. Yeah, you did. But just just think about it. I mean, just think about the use of the word. It's used to describe plays in a superlative, but the word unbelievable really means is is, I've never seen that before. I I find that hard to believe. And they use that word on plays we've seen frequently. You know, gosh, how does Travis Kelsey keep getting open? It's unbelievable. He's been open for ten years. So why why is it unbelievably still open? Well, I'm still not. I'm still it's still unbelievable to me that Bobby Petrino always seems to have one receiver running yeah, wide right. open. Exactly. I have a hard time believing that because it is unbelievable. But you see it. But it happens you, every game. If you see it, it's believable, right? Or you know, any time an outfielder jumps over the wall to make a catch, it's unbelievable. Really. It's done frequently. Now, it may, it may not be once a game, but you all you have to do is watch highlights on MLB Network or ESPN, and you're going to see guys doing that or making catches in the end zone or making dunks or making long threes. And, and look, the skill it takes to do that is remarkable. You know, God has gifted so many athletes to do things that we couldn't even think of doing. And so we need to appreciate it. And it's amazing, and it's nice, and some of them are even incredible. But if you can see it, it's believable, isn't it? It's amazing. It's amazing. (laughs) But if they started using those words, then you'd get tired of those. Well, but no, I wouldn't, because they are accurate. They are are descriptive, and they're accurate. Unbelievable is not accurate. I I just watched it. I didn't... I believe it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, let's talk with uh, Johnny. Johnny, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, guys. It's a beautiful day. It is gorgeous it is out that. there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's not unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's pretty good right there. <laughs> but uh, what I was talking about, I keep hearing this, 120 million people watching. That's not true. That's 120 million TVs. They can tell, you know, they got modern technology now with streaming and satellite and all. They can tell what channel you're watching, AI, you know. Yeah. So, but they can't tell how many people's watching that TV. They can't. So, my wife and I were watching. That's two two people for that one TV. If it's yeah. 120 million televisions, my goodness, how many people? You know, there's bars that show it to. 50 people. Right. There were eight watching where I was, so that's a good point. I I don't know how they figure that, because they do say people. They don't say sets. Maybe they take an average and say say there's an average of three and a half per TV or something. I I don't know how they do that. that. Yeah. I don't know. It's a good point. I just thought that's probably not people. That's probably television. But you may be right. They may be figuring so much, so many people to the set. Either that or the they TVs really can Well, what, what happens, though, when you're talking about a television that's in a bar? Yeah. And you've right. got a room full of people. Do you guesstimate, you estimate tell. how many that's in that room? Yeah. Or do you go around and take a head because count and submit that to whoever it is? Marshall rates for that. Know yeah, that. but I mean, that's still oh, yeah. part of the overall audience. Or how about, right. uh, weren't, weren't there... Haven't there been games? I think one of the games the Chiefs were playing in a road game, they let fans come to their stadium to yeah, watch on the and there were like 60,000 on hand. But Yeah, but that would be a guess. I'm, I'm guessing they didn't have a turnstile count on that. So that that so that's a lot more than you would think watching one TV set, wouldn't you? That was an estimate I heard. Hmm. But you raise a good point. Yeah, good point. We don't know. Thank you, Johnny. Some guy named Nielsen invented this a long time ago, and he's still going, or at least his services. Well, this is uh, changing gears. We'll get away from counting people who are 
hanging out somewhere around a TV set. Uh, from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz, text line 870. Rick, how well do you see Texas and Oklahoma baseball and softball competing in the SEC next year? Well, you just hope Oklahoma maybe drops off a little bit in softball because they have been dominant the last three or four years winning national championships. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma, they've always been powers in baseball. Uh, I mean, Texas is good virtually. Any, Texas sent Arkansas home, what, two years ago in the uh, Super Regionals? So, I mean, their softball is good. Those, these are programs that are going to be good yeah. regardless of oh, sport, yeah. men or women. Texas got so much money that that's why they're going to be good. I was thinking the same thing you just said in Oklahoma, about Oklahoma softball. You're thinking, how's the SEC going to compete with them? Not how are they going to compete with the SEC? Now, if they're playing SEC schools every weekend, they may not go undefeated, sure, uh, like they have have done because the SEC is loaded in softball. Uh, but you can be, you know, Arkansas is what. Right now in softball, eight or ninth in the country, mm-hmm. you can be fifth in your league, <laughs> just kind of like a lot of other sure. sports. But they'll fit in well. Um, I, I think Texas is more equipped to come in in football than they certainly than they were three years oh, ago. Oh my when goodness! They yes. Here. Now they're definitely ready, and I think Oklahoma is more ready than I thought they would be. Particularly, you know, two years ago or the year before last when they won six games. This past year they won ten, so they're they're a lot better. But they're, they're Randy, you said it. They're going to be good in just about every sport. Oh yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Mark says I would say that's hyperbole. In general, or overused. It sets the bar so high that you can't think of another yeah. word to use when something truly amazing happens. Yeah, I think that's it. that's it because everything has to be spectacular, and not everything is spectacular. That's a very good point. All right, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. Up next, Kevin Bohan and Around the Horn, thanks to the Wood Family Leadership. Stay tuned. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. At the heart of historic downtown Russellville, the Old Bank offers an upscale dining experience. With the freshest ingredients and creative touches, their menu has an item for everyone. From their signature lump crab cake to a classic blue cheese poutine, BLT wedge salad to hand-cut prime steaks, they aim to cater everyone. And that's not all. Upstairs at the Old Bank, you can enjoy live entertainment Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday with trivia, comedy shows, karaoke, live music, and more. Old Bank in downtown Russellville. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Mamel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. You asked for it, you've got it. 0% is back. That's right. Get 0% financing for 72 months on new 2024 Ram 1500 Bighorn. Also, all 2500 and 3500s we have over 10% off. That's on 2024 models. This is the deal you've been waiting for. Get 0% financing for 72 months on new 2024 Ram 1500 Bighorn. You asked for it, you've got it. 0% is back. So come see us today at Frank Fletcher Dodge Chrysler Jeep and get that new Ram you've been dreaming about. And also, it's Dodge Horsepower Days. For every horsepower a Charger or Challenger has, you get over $10 off. So that's over three, dollars dollars and $5,000 off on these models. Hurry fast. Supplies are not going to last. At Fletcher Dodge, you always get the best price, the lowest finance rate, and more for your trade. And we promise you a hassle-free buying experience. Shop Fletcher Dodge in Sherwood before you buy anywhere else. Come see us in person at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. Greenway proudly supports the DIYer in you. Whether you're a mover, a shaker, a groundbreaker, a risk taker, a challenge embracer, or a landscape visionary, whatever the task, we've got a John Deere tractor that can help move your project forward. You've got work to do, so let's get started. Reserve yours today in store or at gogreenway.com. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. Woohoo! 
with the five buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets, a Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with quick fix only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for problem gambling helpline. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Kevin Bohannon. As we go around the horn, there's strength in numbers. When you're talking about First Security Bank, over $7 billion in assets, 75-plus locations. Some cases, there may be multiple locations in a given city. And with banks, mortgages, investments, trust and wealth management, public finance. There are affiliates all throughout the state of Arkansas. And with over 900 plus employees and over 96 ATMs, there's strength in numbers with First Security Bank. And you can also take advantage of bank wherever you are. It's convenient, it's secure. And we're talking online or mobile banking. And if you'd like to get started online, go to fsbank.com, click on the enroll link, and just simply follow the simple steps. That's First Security Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. I think I could read the rest of the day from all of the unbelievable aspects of the feedback that we're getting but let's talk with baseball season is in full swing and you don't want to miss a thing it's time for around the horn with kevin bohannon around the horn is brought to you by stanley wood buick chevy gmc and scott wood chrysler dodge jeep ram and now it's time for around the horn now, Kevin, I'm going to say this tongue-in-cheek, but I think there is a little bit of truth in what I'm saying. The pressure is on Dave Van Horn to deliver a special season. And forget all yeah. of the preseason polls and all the other stuff. That only adds to the hype. But with the football season Arkansas just experienced the basketball season that's ongoing right now, what, again, most fans are experiencing. Everybody, it seems like, is ready to turn the page. And thank goodness baseball is now just days away. And I say that tongue-in-cheek that he's got pressure. He may, he may feel pressure. Dave Van Horn may feel pressure regardless. But this has been a rather... Hmm, disappointing season, should I say, so far for Arkansas athletics, men in particular. Yeah, and I, I, it's funny that you brought that up. I was talking to a good friend of mine. He lives over in Memphis. He's from Arkansas and still a Razorback fan through and through, no matter what's going on. And he said, how, how, he said, please tell me the baseball team's going to be good. I said, hmm. yeah, Trey, they're going to be good. I said, this this has a chance to be one of Dave Van Horn's best teams. Is that when they're going to win the national championship? No, but they'll have a shot at it, assuming they stay injury. Porter Hayes, who hosts the Talk, Hog Talk podcast, he asked me the other day, what are they missing? I said, they're missing a healthy season. I said, you, you put about five or six teams in a pool together, and you could pick one out and win a national championship. you got to have a little bit of luck that goes along along the way and Dave Van Horn this is a national program now it, they since 2017 they have taken that next step to be a national program so they're, they're the Alabama the Georgia the Ohio States of the football world in, in baseball land they're the Duke Kansas North Carolina of the of the baseball world of, you know in, compared to basketball so you know and it's a culture thing 
you're going to have baseball players show up for their NIL deals on, on drive time and on the buzz. I guarantee you, if they're not, they're going to call in. That's what we've experienced the last two years with Jared Wagner and Caden Wallace. So those guys are going to show up, and they're going to show up to work every day. They're going to show up on Friday ready to play the Dukes from James Madison. I guess the question – no, let me retract that. The statement, though, on the other hand, Kevin, and you you touched on a reality – but in this regard, yep. people don't want to hear it, and that is barring injury. Now, regardless of how yeah, true that may be, yeah. people think that is going to be an excuse. And it's not an excuse, but it's a reality. But the problem is, when you set the bar this high, there are no excuses. That's right, and that's why you add depth to, to back up those injuries and unfortunately they've hit at two the, the, one of the key spots that you cannot have an injury if you expect to be dogpiling in Omaha at the end of June which is their number one their Friday night starter they lost Jackson Wiggins they lost Peyton Paulette the last two years so what are the injuries going into this year okay they've lost Peyton Stovall what does that mean for this Razorback lineup they're going to miss experience from a guy that's played the last two years or last year and a half but he's only started half that half in terms of his career at the position he was projected to be at. His first year he played he played first base because we had Robert Moore at second base. So you miss some experience, you miss some of that, but he's going to be in the dugout. He's going to be there for the guys. So what does it look like now? Okay, so Peyton Holt and Jared Spraglotner, the Jared Spraglot, the transfer from Richmond. Those two, they're kind of interchangeable at second and third since – I would say Peyton Holt has been at third base most of the preseason and most of the fall. He's going to start at third, and Sprague Lott starts at second. And that's that's really the only change you got right there. Um, you've got pieces that you can move around, like Dave Van Horn has said. This is a deep roster. This is a deep lineup. You, we got 11 or 12 everyday guys, including the catching situation that seems to be working itself out. So they're going to miss Stovall, yes. It gives the other guys a chance to get in midseason form a little bit earlier than if they were just taking half reps. One major, major positive is on the horizon and talking about pitching. No one's been talking about Dylan Carter. This is a young man. That's right. That has he's got he's not quite like Aaron Rodgers where. In four months, he overcame an Achilles injury. But I'm suspecting by sometime in March, it wouldn't surprise me to see Dylan. He's already up to 85, 88 miles per hour. And we knew he had yeah. heat before uh, in the upper 90s. Well, now he could be another arm that really hadn't even been talked about for that Arkansas bullpen. And the luxury they have right now is they're able to bring him along at his pace. Now, his pace has been a faster recovery right. than what was expected. I think he's probably, I would say, four to six weeks ahead of schedule. So, instead of late April, early May getting him on the mound, it's late March, early April to get him on the mound, which is great for Dylan. And I saw Carmen, his mother, post the other day, you know, he's got four more bullpens till he's completely released. So they're going to be able to bring him along slowly. That's why they're scheduling a four-game series to start the year. And I know there's been questions about that. Why why play four games and then go right on a road trip to Arlington to play three teams, two of which are ranked? Well, it gives these guys, these younger guys a chance to get on the mound and throw in front of a crowd. Like you and Rick said, that the weather's going to be good three out of the four days. So it gives them a chance for live game reps because there's only so much you can get indoors. There's only so much you can get outside playing against each other. So getting those four games in and getting as many pitchers on the mound as possible is really key. And hopefully Dylan, by the end of March, is one of those pitchers because he'll be relied upon uh, because he, he was the go-to guy. Him and Will McIntyre out of the bullpen uh, towards the end of the season, and then McIntyre slid into the starting lineup. Uh, Dylan was that guy that they could rely on. And it's a great story because I love the kid. I watched him grow up. I got to coach him for a little bit. He was a catcher. He was a 6'3", 215 catcher with a really big arm, and he learned how to pitch. And he went to junior college, came to Arkansas, 
was almost not going to play. Uh, he, he said, look, I want to be a part of the team. And then he, he worked, 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 proved his medal. And now he's one of those top-end arms that you know, could be a draft pick at the end of the year. What about another guy that's been hurt who is just got terrific ability, Hunter Dietz? Do you think we're going to see him at any time? I do. I think it'll be the first part of May before we see him. Because uh, Hunter is one of those guys, and talk about a body, 6'6", 225, 230. Think of Jackson Wiggins just left-handed. And he's very athletic. Uh, mid-90s, he's going to be. He's going to sit right there. He was a guy that they thought could be that number four starter or provide a lot of bullpen depth from the left side coming into the season. So uh, Dietz, he had the the bone issue. Uh, so they're and they knew it coming into the fall, and they wanted to go ahead and get it taken care of. I think it'll be late April, early May, uh, from everything I've heard, seen uh, until we hear Coach Van Horn say otherwise. But that he could be on the mound this year. All right, Kevin, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. I'll ask this question from the Steel Hog before uh, I have you name the starting lineup, including the DH. Okay. But this from Steel Hog, who is expected to be the heavy hitters for the Diamond Hogs. And I assume heavy hitters, I'm, he's talking about the boom boom bats. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you got the two through five spots, maybe six, okay? So. Hudson White, catcher, DH, he, he could provide some, a lot of pop. He's had multi, he's had double-digit home runs the last couple of years. Uh, Behiva Aloy, the shortstop, he had 17 last year at Sacramento State. He's, you've seen the pop already this preseason. Kendall Diggs, of course, he's hit home runs off just about every pitcher on the roster so far. Ben McLaughlin, who was the DH down the stretch last year, and Jack Wagner, who hit 15 home runs for Charlton State a year ago. So those five guys right there, are really your pop, and if those those five guys are anywhere from you know ten to fourteen home runs, that gives the Hogs a chance to be on that hundred one hundred home run pace. Okay, tell us a little bit more about Aloy. You don't see many college shortstops with that kind of pop. I, I want him to say his first name again before he talks about his power. Yeah, Vahiva Aloy. Vahiva. Yeah. Throw the W out. Yeah. Remember, throw the W out. That's right. So, Vahiva Aloy, yeah, and he's kind of the the A Rod, Nomar Garcia Para cut out. Mm. So, got a lot of pop with the bat, but he hits for a high average too. So, he's kind of one of those diamonds in a rough that you know, if he shows the athletic propensity that he's shown so far and the ability to play defense at a high level, that was the knock against him last year because the fielding percentage was kind of low for a shortstop. But as we know in baseball, that's where the majority of the balls are hit on the infield that have the most chances. So chances are they're going to make the most errors. Now, he's not Jalen Battles yet defensively, but he's got more pop, he's got more power, he's got more hitting ability than Battles. Two all fields. I mean, he can hit the ball 420, 430. So he's got a lot of upper body strength, and uh, a lot, I'm a fan so far. Do you know the recruiting story on him playing at Sacramento State? Just played one year. How did he, How did he and Arkansas connect? Do you know that story at all? So now that, and Coach Van Horn talked a little bit about this, they want to get the best player in the state of Arkansas. But after that, it's nationwide. So right. once Aloy went to the transfer portal and they knew he was a freshman All-American, contact was made. He came on his visit, and he didn't commit until right away. Coach Van Horn gave, a, gave him a call right before he got back on the plane and try to get him to commit, and he committed right then before he got back on the plane because mm-hmm. Coach Van Horn kind of figured, hey, he's got two more stops to make. If, if this doesn't happen, uh, we may not get him. So that it was one of the gets of the portal period last year for the Razorbacks. Good move. Good, thank you. All right, we'll step away for a moment. That is Kevin Bohannon around the horn. Thanks to the Wood Family Dealerships, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater, Drive Time Sports. We'll continue in just one moment. Now you can watch all your favorite Buzz shows streaming live on our YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages. 1037 The Buzz, your multimedia fun and game station. 
All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros makes buying tires simpler, making sure you're ready for any adventure life throws your way. We offer a straightforward approach to tire and auto service that includes nationwide warranties, expert advice, and a great selection of Michelin tires. No matter what you drive or where you have driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Visit in-store in Mapleville or Little Rock or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Tire Pros. Love the drive. You've got questions? O'Reilly Auto Parts has answers. Need a pro you can trust? We've got that too. No matter what you need, our professional parts people have the training and expertise to help you do things right. Deep automotive knowledge. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Mark, remember, getting help from Progressive is so easy. You can use the mobile app, chat with us online, or call us. And you pick now to tell me. I couldn't miss little Grace's ballet recital. Oh, thanks for inviting me, by the way. Did I? Because you know I'm always here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can use the mobile app if I need help. Sorry, you're in my wife's seat, though? Oh, yeah, I gotta go anyway. <laughs> tell Grace, she nailed her chasse. Get the help you need from Progressive with her mobile app, online chat, or over the phone. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states. If there's anything green in your yard right now, it's probably a weed, and you need to do something about it. Weed Control and Fertilization Service from Sanders Ground Essentials is easier and less expensive than doing nothing or trying to do it yourself. I did that one time and almost killed my yard. Sanders Ground Essentials saves you time and money and makes your yard the envy of the neighborhood. Don't wait. Do it now. Call Sanders Ground Essentials and get started with Sanders Ground Essentials Weed Control Program. Servicing all of Central Arkansas, including West Little Rock and Conway. On the web at SandersGround.com. Let's get growing! So I was talking to my friend Bobby the other day, and he said, is this QC Kinetics real? Like, will they really get rid of my joint pain? I said, absolutely. If you've got injuries or if you've got arthritis, just call them today for that free consultation, and they will show you exactly how your own body will heal itself. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics uses regenerative medicine that is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain. Do you have arthritis or maybe an old injury don't let this pain keep you from living your best life qc kinetics is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility do like many people in central arkansas have done call qc kinetics now for that free consultation 501-222-8440 501-222-8440 that's 501-222-8440 once again the consultation's free at qc kinetics Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. We will be rejoined by Kevin Bohannon as we go around the horn. Thanks to the Wood Family Dealership. Um, this is Neil Atkinson that joins us by way of Bet Saracen. Neil, they were, Wes and, and Joe were beating up on me today about my double R prop specials for the. Um, uh, Tennessee game saying, oh, there's only a couple in here I like. And I'm thinking, I like them all. Yeah, I do too. I do too. But, you know, we're using SEC uh, averages and, and whatnot. And, of course, we know what the team's been doing here lately. So, uh, you know, it, it ebbs and flows. I mean, that they paid out very, very well on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yes. But, uh, <laughs> so we've got those up, and or we've already got the basketball line out for tomorrow night. You know, Arkansas is a nine-and-a-half-point dog uh, in Bud Walton Arena. Boy, we don't wow. see that very often. And over and under is at 150.5. So, yeah, Tennessee, they, they're coming off a loss to Texas A&M on the weekend. So we'll see how that goes. And also, under the Arkansas teams, there's just not one tab there for basketball. There's a second tab for baseball. We've already got the money line up for the baseball game this Friday. We'll fill in the the, the uh, run line and over and under as we get closer and, and and 
Uh, the pitcher's locked in. We're pretty sure who it's going to be, but uh, we'll, we'll get a little closer and populate that. And again, the game tomorrow night. And, of course, we've got NBA still in, in swing and uh, and all of that. And uh, taking a little bit of breath after the Super Bowl. Paid out a lot of money. Players did real well. Happy for that. <laughs> How good is the Travis, Travis Kelsey uh, bet didn't kick in, or you really would be singing the blues today. All right, I'm I'm looking at. I, I, I can tell you that if he would have scored a touchdown, it it had been a, a good half million dollar difference in in in, in, in the payout there. So uh, it was pretty big. That last touchdown was a, was a major swing for the players there too. So it was a fun Super Bowl to watch. All right, I've got one more before I let you go, and this is Ole Miss, Kentucky. Ole Miss is a eight and a half point dog. And this is a Kentucky team that has lost their last three consecutive games? Yeah. You know, sometimes I don't always agree with the consensus, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I can't go too far off of that. And you know, if you think that one looks bad, put some money on it. If you think we're right, you know, go, go the other way is all I can tell you. Uh, all I know is anytime I try, try to second guess them, that's when the when, when the game lands right on the on the consensus number. It seems that way. But uh, hey, if all these games turned out and landed on what the lines that they say we're going to land on, it wouldn't be too much fun to watch. So at least it makes it interesting. Okay, okay. I can't I can't decide what I'm going to tell Kerry to do or not. So if I get in trouble, I'm going to blame <laughs> it on you. All right, Neil. That is Neil Atkinson by way of Bet Saracen. You can always go online at BetSaracen.com, but better yet, go get the app in the App Store at Bet Saracen. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood, Buick, Chevy, GMC, and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now, it's time for Around the Horn. Uh, somehow, someway, Kevin, we always end up chewing up so much time that we don't leave time for the things that uh, we previously discussed before the show. Uh, it's I need, okay. I need to ask this one real quick. The Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. From the 870, I'm not sure if this is from Batesville or not, doesn't matter. Ask about Gage Wood, please. So, Gage Wood, Dave Van Horn has said he's not going to three or four guys that could go in and right, get you, two you or cut three, out. maybe even Kevin, four you, innings. Kevin, you cut out for just one moment. Restart. Okay. So, Gage Wood, Dave Van Horn <laughs> has said that he's not going to have a true closer. He's going to go out there and get two to four innings. Will McIntyre did it last year. Gage Wood did it last year. He had three straight weekends where he went in and closed the game out with three innings in a row. Now, I think he'll only throw one time a weekend. They don't want to you know, bring him back, get, get him warmed up, sit down, go back and do that thing. So, Gage Wood is going to be an integral part of this pitching staff on the back end. He's got the stuff. He's got the experience now. I think he's a name that hasn't been talked a lot about. Some people will say I'm a homer because I coached him. I've seen the kid throw. I've seen him in certain situations. He, last year, went through some stretches, but that's over with now. He's in the best shape of his life. I think he's a name that hasn't been talked about enough, and he's going to do big things on the back end for the Hogs this year. Now, we promised from the outset we was going to talk about James Madison, so let's get right to it. All right, let's talk about James Madison. Now, for the people unfamiliar with James Madison, they're in ACC country. They're in Virginia. Their mascot is the Dukes, so don't get that confused with Duke University. They're the James Madison Dukes. They're in the Sun Belt Conference with Arkansas State. They finished uh, seventh last year at 31 and 25, 15 and 13 in conference play, and they got a win in the Sun Belt Conference tournament. Now, the Sun Belt is tough. It's mm-hmm. a four bid league to the NCAA tournament. You got teams like Texas State, Troy. Coastal Carolina is the favorite this year. Southern Miss has been really good. They were 46-20 and 20 last year. And then you got Louisiana with Matt Diggs. So it's a really good league, really deep league. That's bordering on that P5 level, you know, that we could say. So it's a really good league. Of course, Arkansas State's had their troubles of late. They're at the bottom part of the conference, anywhere from 12 to 14. But James Madison has picked 10th this year by the coaches. But they do have a stud in the outfield. And Fenwick Trimble 
Again, that's Fenwick Trimble. Outfielder played in the Cape Cod League this year. Last season, he hit 342 with 13 home runs. They got uh, Michael Mancini back. He was a freshman last year. He's fully healthy. Jacob Steinberg hit 355 in limited action. Ryan Dooley hit 324 in 25 games. On the mound, they got a really good back end guy, and he pitched in the Cape Cod League as well. He was 93 to 97. Joe Vagotsky. He was four and one with a 3.34 ERA. So, 14th round draft pick, guys. He was a 14th round draft pick last year. He elected to come back to school to try to raise that draft stock a little bit. So they've got a back-end guy that's really good. They returned two of their weekend starters. Todd Mazaki was 1-4 and four with a 4.89 ERA, and Ryan Murphy 5-4 and four with that same 4.89 ERA. they got a super sophomore, Jaden Kinsler, had limited action last year. He's a hard-throwing lefty. So he's kind of he might be that third guy or be the first one out of the bullpen. If people want to know what to expect this weekend, I think Arkansas will win at least three games. So we're going to release tomorrow or Thursday, probably Thursday, on Rivals on Arkansas Hogbeat. You can go over there and check out mine and Mason Choke. We do week by week what the Razorback record is going to be for the year, what they're what we think they're going to do for the week. So. You can check out what our predictions are for the year. I asked Amber on, on the other day. We were talking about it. I said, okay, honey, Hogs have 56 games. I have to do my predi- prediction for the year, my projection, what their record is going to be at the end of the regular season. Without fail, she just rattled off 45-11. and 11. So you can see where Amber's at. Amber's really excited for baseball season. Mm-hmm. Now, back to James Madison. I don't think they, they have the chance to take two of – at least two games from Arkansas, but I do think they can get one. Uh, what one that's going to be, who knows. I don't think they're going to be Hagen-Smith because Hagen's just been too dominant. If they keep the walks down, they'll the, the, our, the Razorback pitching staff, if they keep the walks down, they will dominate this weekend, which I expect they'll do. The fourth starter, that's been a question, who's it going to be? Uh, Gabe Gekko right now is the front runner, in my opinion. I think he's going to be that fourth starter behind Hagen-Smith, Brady Tiger, and Mason Molina. So, I think the Hogs went at least three out of four this weekend. All right, you got less than a minute. I need the starting lineup. Okay, starting lineup will be a catcher Hudson White, first base Ben McLaughlin, second base Jared Sprague Lautner, shortstop Vahiva Lalloy, third base Peyton Lalloy, left field Jason Joan, center field Kyle Wilmsmeyer, right field Kendall Diggs. And DH? DH Jack Wagner, yes. There you go. He did it in less than a minute, unless you really had a minute and a half and you fooled him. <laughs> well, okay, I, I, so I, I was trying to keep look. up with him. I know the the two names, two last names at third base and then Aloy at shortstop, so I think I got all the rest of them. Yeah. Peyton Holt's going to be at third. Sprague lot at second. Aloy at short. McLaughlin at first with uh, Wagner DH, and those two can change out. I think Hudson White gets to start behind the plate, but you'll see Parker Rowland and Ryder Helfrick this weekend as well. All right, Kevin, around the horn. Thanks again to our friends at the Wood Family Dealership. Up next, Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. It's just an acre for Serta Pro Painters. It's a company I've used for years for many projects, inside and outside over the years, and soon you'll be able to say the same, and you'll be happy that you can. I don't know what I'm doing most of the time, but Serta Pro does. They'll walk you through the process, help you pick out exactly the right color paint for whatever room you're trying to redo, and they're going to leave behind a beautiful, clean project. You won't even know they were there, other than the project being done, and your walls looking great. Each Serta Pro Painters business is independent.